right, so we're jumping into today's podcast. Really fun show where on a Friday we had all of our country artists who had these stage names. Uh, I even revealed that my name, I, well, it's not really a stage name. I'm, I've been called Obi my whole life. My dad's been an Obi, so I'm actually an Obi Jr. Uh, but nevertheless, what are those artists' real names? And Melissa has something really cool where her mom has been saving her baby crib since she was a baby that now will be utilized for her baby. But Melissa's got a problem, and we'll jump into that, uh, including a second-day update where the guy lived somewhere where a lot of people would find intriguing, but I don't know if you could live there. So all of that in this podcast that starts right now. You know, we just heard from our traffic goddess there, Dory Don, who was talking about uh, Mecham. The auto auctions are in town. And uh, Melissa and I were in here. You know, every single morning we give uh, we give the national anthem out to a group of individuals, organizations, people who push uh, this world around. And uh, and today, can we give some love to the mechanics? Yeah, because I know that that's one thing I want to do before the baby comes is like get my car like the four point inspection or whatever it's called to make sure that everything's safe. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, it definitely takes a special person and special training to be able to confirm, yep, everything looks good or this needs fixed, this needs fixed, whatever. Is it only four points? I don't know. I, I just like... threw out that number because it sounded right, <laughs> but it's probably like a 17 point. I know. I, I was know. like, my, my man, you better check more points on my truck. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, seriously. That's how little like, I know. <laughs> well, seriously, there there are some of us who, um, you know, you you are superheroes at the last second when we're hearing a clank or a cling or something or, the, or, or that, that engine light comes on. And uh, we come to you, and uh, thank you so much. You know, and then of course to the to the to the good ones, because I, I bet they're for, just like every organization, there are bad apples who overcharge and whatnot. But to you, good ones out there from K ninety two three and Melissa's four point inspection, <laughs> <laughs> here's the national anthem out to you, Kane, Caitlin Brown. It's K ninety two three, Obi and Melissa. Good morning on your Friday. How you feeling, Mel? Um, still hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a rough week. I don't know if apparently pregnancy congestion is a thing. So, I it's I've, everything I've googled is like, "Oh, that's completely normal that you can't breathe." Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm it's I'm so cool. sorry. You you women have to go through so much and us guys, we get to kind of coast on certain things. Oh, you know, you, know? you get to complain about the bed you have to sleep in at the <laughs> oh, hospital. Damn. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh okay, but I did want to mention that we do have Clay Walker passes. Those are yours at 710. Remember with the O-Town showdown, we're trying to send you to Coco's Riverfront Park. Uh, so this way you can experience that in February. Now, um you've got this really cool list that I I I did want to reveal to people because there are times, you know, Melissa here she's gonna have her baby soon and um you've already picked out a child's name and mm-hmm. picking a name is so important but what if you're picking a name of your favorite celebrity it's not even their real name okay <laughs> so like obi that's not that's not my real name my my real government name is obed Sam, Sam, samuel um i don't freaking want to go around saying obed samuel so obi you know my dad was obi uh, so, anyways, let, let's go down some of your favorite country artists, though, because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised to know that a lot of them are not using their real names. Yeah, so I think one of the most popular that a lot of people know is Troyle, which is Garth Brooks. His name is Troyle Garth Brooks. So he just cut out the first name and went Garth Brooks for his his stage name. Well, and I and I, and I want you know because uh, a lot of times what happens is is when you go, launch into a career, somebody's giving you advice along the way yeah. that says, "Hey, Troyle's not going to work. Yeah, you can't use that <laughs> name. That doesn't look good on t-shirts." Well, and a lot of these are using their middle name and then like changing their last name. So Faith Hill, her name is Audrey Faith Perry. So I think one of her daughters is named Audrey too. So I, th- I think that that was handed down because she now goes by Faith. Um, but yeah, so she took her middle name, and I don't know where she got Hill from, but she changed Perry to Hill. Uh, then we've got Jason Aldean. 
His real last name is Williams. So it's Jason Alden is his middle name, but it's not Aldine. It's A-L-D-I-N-E. So Jason Alden Williams. Uh, Eric Church is Kenneth Church. Uh, Kenneth. Jake Owen is Joshua Ryan Owen. Yeah, see, some of these... Uh, okay, hold, hold on, because I I, I don't want to be rude because somebody right now is listening, and and your name is Kenneth, or your name nothing is Joshua. Nothing wrong with the name Kenneth. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just Eric Church rolls off the tongue better for a stage name yeah, than Kenneth right. Church or Ken Church. All right, what else you got? Uh, Tim McGraw's real name is Samuel Timothy McGraw. So both him and Faith Hill are liars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cole Swindell. This one is the one that I thought was the funniest. His government legal name is Colden Rainey Swindell. So his middle name Colden. is. Rainy. Uh, yeah, there's somebody on that Golden. list who had a who had a a, a woman's name, right? Uh, well, Cody I mean, Jinx. Cody Jinx. He's he's like a, one of those artists that you know is kind of coming up and newer. His first name's Meredith. So he yep. went with he yep. went with Cody because it's his middle name. Yep. Yep. All right. So that, that that's interesting. You know, and and uh, so without giving your baby's name, when when are you gonna when are you gonna reveal that to the public? When, I think I'm baby? just gonna when he's born. Just because I don't, again, I don't want any, I want it to be solid, locked in on a birth certificate before anyone decides to give me any advice on the name I chose. Okay, all right. I'm talking to you right now, listening. You got a nickname. Perhaps perhaps your parents gave you a name that you were like, oh, no, no. Why, why, did, you, why did you curse me like that? Well, and how about this? So Hank Williams Sr. and Jr. both have the same name. Hank Williams is not their real name. Their real names is Hiram King Williams. Why would you change your, if your name is King by birth, given why would you change it? Hear him. How do you spell that? Oh, See? maybe I'm saying hear him. Maybe Hank King would have been cool. Mm, you know mm. what I mean? Okay, 844-254-9232. Nate Smith, K92.3 Music. All right. So, you know, probably about 10 minutes from now, uh, you've got an update on Damar Hamlin, right? The yes. NFL player ended up coming too, and so we'll give you all the updates because that's great news uh, here in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, can I, uh, can I complain about something just really quick? And really, it's not complaining because I ended up getting uh, chewed out. Uh, by the optometrist of all people, well, the eye doctor. I was going to say, explain what an optometrist is because there was, I don't remember, somebody went to a doctor recently and said an orthopedic and I was like, a foot doctor. And I don't think an orthopedic is a foot doctor. Yeah. Okay. So I, I well, I mean, I, I hope I'm right, but we went to the eye doctor with my daughter. <laughs> no, you are right. You are right. I was okay, just saying, cool. explain what an optometrist cool, is. Cool. Because sometimes live on the air, you say something and <laughs> you can't take it, back. it is what it is, you know? <laughs> um, so I took my daughter to the optometrist and, uh, it, it, okay, just a little bit of history. I grew up and when I grew up, I grew up with, with big glasses, thick glasses. Uh, so we've always, you know, thank the Dr. Flotowski and, you know, great people uh, who do what they do I don't have glasses anymore uh, but my daughter is following in the same pattern um, and she too has thick glasses right so anyways we go to the optometrist and Kennedy my daughter uh, which you know by the way she's out of all out of all four kids she's probably the most brilliant uh, but she shows up without her glasses because she she hasn't been able to find her glasses for probably the past two weeks since Christmas well who gets <laughs> chewed out I get chewed out um, because the doc's like, all right, well, let's see how this goes. And so I'm like, all right, Kennedy, you got this. And so even from where I was sitting, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at her guessing all the wrong letters that are on the, on, and so anyways, the doctor looked at me and he's like, there's, there's no room for this. And so, so Melissa and I got into this great discussion at what point, because she's, she's only 12. And, uh, at what point is it her responsibility? Because immediately that's, that's what I did as a parent sitting there with the, auto- with the optometrist, I said, yeah, yeah, Kennedy. Tell tell him where your glasses are. And she's like, "Well, I can't find them." Other than I'm like, "Sorry, sir. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure we get two pairs of glasses next time." <laughs> 
Well, and, and um, the, the older she gets, I mean, she's going to need these glasses to drive. So, I mean, I feel like the older she gets, the more there's going to be incentive to make sure she knows exactly where they are, where you know, wearing yeah. them all the time. But you had made a point like, you know, she's just a kid, you know, it's so my, it's, it, it is up to you to sometimes remind her, like, don't forget your glasses. I own the role, right? I'm but a leader then of the I family. Said, well, I guarantee she didn't walk into that appointment without her cell phone. Oh, you know she brought that. She had her cell. She probably has never lost her cell phone. Uh, so now, uh, so, so now, I think the you know just just having to learn. Okay, so so there are certain things that I do want to throw on them where it's like it's your fault, uh, but there are certain things where it's like yo, you you're the one who put her in your truck. You're the one who drove her there. She didn't have glasses the whole time. You're the one who knew for two weeks since Christmas she didn't have these glasses, and you had no defense. So you knew they were gone, and there wasn't a time where you were like, "Oh, let's go look your room. Let's go find them because you need them." Yeah, she well, she doesn't know where they are. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, um, uh, are y'all getting your glasses from the optometrist? You all do using these websites? Like, what's the what's the I, best thing? Like, I have blue light glasses. That's it. <laughs> Right. I got real lucky with my eyes. I did lie though when I was younger on the you know the ones they do in middle elementary school because I wanted glasses, but I got called oh. out. Yeah. Hey, and it, well, and how about this today? Since I don't wear glasses, there are times though that uh, you know to read a good book, I do throw on some readers, and I like the way I look. So I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking about <laughs> getting things just a, change. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a fake pair. K ninety two three. From backstage to the front page, it's all access. All right, we got some updates, some country news. Melissa's got it all taken care of. Yeah, and first I want to get to obviously the good news. Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hamlin is awake and communicating. So obviously this has been an ongoing thing since Tuesday. Yeah. Um, where if you missed that entire news, it's all people talked about for two days. So if you missed it, uh, he was on the field. They were playing the Bengals, and he tackled somebody, got up, and ended up passing out from cardiac arrest on the field. They gave him CPR, and they had to you know, take him out in an ambulance. He went to the hospital, was in critical condition. Um, but right now, he is still on a ventilator, so he's not able to speak, but he can write. So I guess one of the first things he asked the doctor when he woke up is who won the game? And the doctor was like, you won the game of life. Like you, you definitely recovered, you know, got, you know, you got lucky. To think that these are the first thoughts that come to people's minds, right? Like uh, when you come to and, and, and that that's what he was worried about. Now, now what is cool is that they're saying that he neurologically he's intact. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, he's still in critical condition. I mean, he still has a way to go. So yeah, and I think too that uh, we haven't seen yet his reaction to know like where his charity is at because last time we talked, it was over I think two something million, and now it's over like almost five yeah. million for that charity. It's a, an annual toy drive that he does, and people the way they've been showing their support is by donating to this charity. Well, and I want to go as far as to say if, if you're a family member of Demar's, do you go back to Demar and say, "Hey, are you going to still continue to play, play? like after uh, a scare like that?" Like, uh, you know, I I would say if my body, if that happened to my body, it could possibly happen again. I don't want to play uh, yeah. anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's something we're all going to have to, to well, wait for. Um, also, Luke Combs, so he is going to be at Raymond James Stadium in July. To say that's going to be a hot show, both figuratively and literally, uh, it's definitely going to be amazing. He actually uh, just announced that he's got a new album coming out in March. So this is 18 brand new songs that get us ready for this show in July. And uh, here's one of the ones he teased on social media. So you 
said you said 18 songs? 18 songs. And that one's called Growing Up and uh, Getting Old. And the album is called Growing Up. So that's probably the title out, the title track on the album. Um, but yeah, I mean, 18 brand new songs from Luke that we're going to hopefully have plenty of time to learn before he's at Raymond James in July. And then that's just adding, oh God, he already has so many great ones. I don't know how he's going to, how do you choose a set list when you have that many good songs? Well, and then here's what happens is between now and July, I guarantee you we'll be playing at least two of those. Two oh. of those will go number one cool. immediately. Yeah, so... I also want to talk about Thomas Rhett because Obi is a a father of four. Thomas Rhett is a father of four, but their traveling looks a little different than (laughs) Yeah, it does. Obi's not going on private jets where Thomas Rhett has loaded up the whole family on a private jet. They went to a ski town in the mountains. um, And he's got four daughters that range from like probably I think a year and a half to I think Willa Gray is probably six. Well, um, I, don't know, I don't know how much it costs to go private, but for those guys, I mean, it, you know, what, a, a concert fee? Probably. It's probably not. I mean, it's like you said, well worth it if you could throw all your kids on a private jet to not have to deal with the hassle of traveling yeah. and screaming on an actual public flight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they look like they're having a great time. I mean, they're – Thomas Rhett said this is the most snow he's ever seen in his life. And I can't – I just can't imagine – I don't. I can barely travel with my two dogs. And, like, they're already a handful, so I can't imagine throwing four children under the age of six and have actually just... I mean, they probably have help. Well, I was just saying, I'll <laughs> tell you what, that private jet definitely helps. You know, the fact that you get in and off of that airport uh, airplane real quick. And, uh, you know, uh, again, with Thomas Wright, you know, four girls. I, I think about that all the time. You know, he... As a matter of fact, Thomas Wright was one of the ones who, who helped us with the adoption process as I was going through that. I said, dude, how hard is this going to be? And he and I sat down and probably talked for an hour. Uh, so, anyway, so I love seeing him raise those four girls. So, so, and how awesome is that? That you could be a dad that you could say, hey, all I got to do is one show, ladies. One show, <laughs> and, we and we're on going on a vacation all paid off. Yeah, but I don't know if their vacations are the same price as our vacations. <laughs> They're probably a lot more. So you can see all these stories, the DeMar Hamlin uh, update, everything, Kennedy23Orlando.com. K-82-3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. All right, here we go, here Good we go. morning. It's time for the O-Town Woo. Showdown. I've got Connor representing Titusville. Connor, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, and then our good friend Kevin. Kevin, who are you putting it down for today? Hey, we're going to put it down for Melbourne, my man. Yeah, Woo. all right. Guys, why don't you say good morning to each other? Morning, buddy. Morning, Connor. Love this, man. All right, okay, so here we are on a beautiful Friday with my co-host here, Melissa. She's got three questions for y'all. The questions aren't that hard. It's not who's the smartest. It's who's the quickest with that buzzer sound that you're about to give me and having the right answer. So, Kevin, why don't we go with you and your buzzer sound? What's that going to be today? In honor of Melissa and her father, I'm going to go with Tista. Oh, gosh. (laughs) He's going to love that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody was listening to yesterday's show. That's what Melissa's dad wants to be called as a grandfather. That's great, Kevin. All right, okay. And, uh, Connor, what about you when you think you're right? I'm going to say Jack. Jack, who's that? That's my son's name. Oh, love, love that. It. Love that. All right, we're ready for the O-Town Showdown. All right, you're getting two tickets to see Clay Walker in February at the Cocoa Riverfront Park. If you can guess two out of three of these, or whoever gets two fastest. Question number one is, what superpower allows you to see through walls? Jack. No, what you, you got there, Connor? See-through vision. See-through vision? See-through vision is not. Uh, okay, Kevin, what's yours? X-ray vision. X-ray vision. Yes. That's what we're looking for. Connor, I understand where your mind was at. You were there. Yeah, we would have given it to you if if Kevin wouldn't have gotten it right. uh, Okay, so that's one for Melbourne, which means Connor needs one to stay in the game. Question number two is what long, crispy breakfast meat is usually served with eggs? Jack. No, what you got, Connor? 
bacon. Bacon. Oh, no. Wow. Okay, so we got one for Titusville. Melbourne with one. One question left. Okay. This one's not hard. <laughs> what tool do you use to hammer a nail? Jack. Oh, man, Connor, quick with it. A hammer. It is oh, a hammer. Wow. <laughs> Very easy. Wow, what a comeback. So, Connor, that makes you the winner of the O-Town Woo! Showdown. See, Clay Walker. I have a wedding that weekend, and I cannot make it, so I would like to give the ticket to Kevin. Oh, nice. Talk about redemption on redemption. <laughs> Man, well played, Connor. All right. Uh, Kevin, can you go? Yeah, I most certainly can, Connor. That's very gracious of you, sir. Thank you. Uh, thank no you, guys. Problem. Hey, that's another edition of the O-Town Showdown. Woo! Love it. Woo-hoo. Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks again, Connor. K-92-3. Do the right Ooh, okay. So, Melissa, what did we do this morning for the national anthem? We did mechanics. Okay. And those who work on our cars. All right. So, how funny is it that today's national anthem would have to do with mechanics in Naples? Uh, now, this story—it's a doing the right thing, but it's kind of—it's kind of light. You know, we have um, you know, we have some heavy doing the right things where people, you know, uh, plunge themselves Give into kidneys and, and stuff, <laughs> and, and plunge themselves into rivers to help people whose cars have plunged over the, the side of bridges. But this one's a little fun. Uh, now we've got a, a BMW dealership over there, Jermaine BMW of Naples, where Kyle oversees the mechanic department and was overseeing one of the younger guys who was working just a routine uh, uh, oil change. They started hearing a, a noise, a scratching that was coming from the inside of the engine where Noah Caprison turns on his phone and luckily he even hit it on video mode and <laughs> they uh, discover a wild rabbit in the carriage of the vehicle. Hold on, not the carriage of the vehicle. Where, where, you know, the housing, the housing of where the motor is. So it's yeah, all down the, in under there. Under the hood. Yeah, under there. Is that is called the carriage? Is it under the hood or is it underneath the car? It's under the hood, under the motor. So all under, okay, so like if so you were they to got pop, to it, the rabbit got to it by going underneath the car. Underneath, okay. yeah. So, I mean, to the point that they even had to unscrew underneath the oil drip pan, all to that stuff. To get it out. To get it out. And uh, that's what we have right here, this footage. So uh, I'm just going to warn you. Uh, Noah has quite the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, they're chasing the rabbit. The the rabbit's running all over the dealership. Uh, His laugh is priceless. But nevertheless, uh, the the video is so good. I'm going to post it up because you, you see how gentle... The mechanics are being with this rabbit who pops out. And uh, what, what I love is that you have one guy who is dedicated to getting that rabbit. And uh, again, so gentle. And uh, so we love those dealerships um, where we don't know. We don't get a chance to see what y'all do behind the scenes. Well, but to see the, the camaraderie, that was fun. And I think, too, like, you know, the the rabbit could have come. Like, we don't know where the car came from. It could have come from a remote area. And then you pull this rabbit out of this remote area and drop it in the middle of, like, a city. You know, you don't want it yeah. to get hurt. So you, the fact that he was going out of his way to catch it, to make sure it was released safely, like, yeah, there you go. Yep. So even the dealership posted this video to their Instagram and said that no bunnies were hurt during the <laughs> filming of this video. So again- A laughter box, though, might have been hurt. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, uh, Jermaine BMW of Naples, uh, being so gentle with uh, Mother Nature. That right there, doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Brought to you by Dell Air Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Doing the right thing. On K-92-3. 
Reba on K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. It is 52 right now. Going to be a gorgeous day. I consider these days yeah. gorgeous where I could wear some of these uh, lighter hoodies. And I don't know. I lo- Hey, and, and by the way, uh, just so this way you know what type of hoodie I'm wearing. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing my first light. I can't see you. Hello? Yeah, it's Are my, you it's my camo first light. So, so I, I own a bunch of different camo that uh, it's funny when, when I'm out of public and people are like, do you? Do you really hunt? And I turn around, and I show the logo. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm wearing my hunting gear right now because I I love it so much. Uh, anyways, that's how much of a nerd. <laughs> I was uh, gonna say I would have nev- no clue that First Light was a logo. Oh, or it's a brand, so good. A yeah. hunting brand. No. So so good. It, well, and and they're so good that I don't. It, you know, to wear them just during hunt season, it's ridiculous to take this thing and throw it away in a in a in a tote until next season. So I <laughs> I wear them. Uh, okay, so it's Obi and Melissa. We were gonna get to something that your mom kept for a long time. Um, it, is it borderline hoarding? However, it is a blessing that your mom kept your crib. Well, like, I, I can tell you right now, my not, my mom is not a hoarder at all. Like okay, she okay. does keep a lot of stuff. Like keepsakes. she kept a lot of baby stuff. Yeah, and I don't think she kept the crib as like a keepsake. She might have kept it like thinking, oh, maybe one day somebody will want to use it, or maybe one day, I don't know, one of my kids will have a kid. I don't know. I, I don't know why she kept it, but sure. she did try to sell it for thirty dollars at a garage sale, and I went, what the heck? This is a cute crib. Like I'll take it. And my my aunt was like. Wait, why are you taking a crib? I'm like, trust me, I'm not. This was like four four years ago. I'm not pregnant, um, but now that I am, I'm glad that I have it. So my sister in law, she because it was like an orangey wood color, and okay. so obviously it was outdated. It was 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so she sanded it down. We stained it. It is black now. It looks cute. Modern, but, modern, up to date. But 30 years ago, the standard size crib was smaller than it is today. So I bought. A top of the line, like it's called a Newton mattress that is breathable, like it was the top mattress that's rated everywhere, and it doesn't fit in the crib. Is it too big it's or too, too small? Big. It's too big. It's too big. And so what I've done is I found we've brainstormed ways to make it work, and we found spacers, you know, that we can use to make the crib just slightly larger. It literally needs like an inch wide and an inch long. So we got half inch spacers to use where all the sides screw into each other. And I have I just got the spacers in, so I haven't had a chance to try it yet. But I'm really hoping this just does the trick. Okay, who's uh who's the one in the house who loves to put that stuff together and work on that stuff? Is it you or is it your husband? My husband. Oh no, have you not remembered my story about the dresser that me and my mom put together and we broke it? <laughs> <laughs> my husband's like, I told you to hire somebody. Yeah, no, he does not like putting stuff together. And the good news is because it is an older crib, it literally is like eight screws. So it's okay. like it's it's not that complicated at all, and trust me, I've already stood in it. It is safe because <laughs> I know safety features are probably different back in the day. <laughs> things things people don't say. I stood in the crib. It's safe. Well, like I just I it definitely holds weight. Um, but yeah, so the goal is to hope if these spacers work, then we're good. But I did feel really bad because I should have measured the I should have measured the bed before we did the whole thing because my sister in law has spent days sanding this thing down and if I have to buy a new Aww. one, well, and, I just and, feel bad. Well, look at the love that goes into this crib, right? Like first of all, I I love the history. I mean, the fact that you were a baby in this crib and, and now your baby and your brother yes. and now this baby's gonna uh, be a part of that. So so I, I know that I made a joke in the beginning, uh, you know, hoarding and whatnot. But there are a couple things in our garage right now. Even as I as I envision our garage. 
there are a couple things that I'm like, no, no, we're not throwing that away. We could use that one day. Uh, but this, this means a lot more. So I hope I hope the spacer thing works out. I, I know that there's probably somebody from Ace Hardware listening to us right now that's like, Yopin, if that doesn't work, I've got I've got the <laughs> well, uh, the trick. Yeah, well, I'll update you on Monday because the goal this weekend is to put the spacers in and see if the, the thing fits because we have to seal the, the crib. So, like, I want to get this done. I want to seal it, make sure it works, but I don't want to waste time sealing it if we can't even use it. So... Monday, we'll hopefully have answers for everything. Okay, we'll get an update. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. Talking to Fred, who's over on the coast. If you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about your date, how it went, and uh, why you're calling me. Yeah, hey, so I'm calling you because I went on a date with Trisha, and I thought it went really well. We met at a bar. Uh, we were talking for a while. We kind of hit it off, uh, then invited her over to my place. And, you know, it was a really good time. And then yet I haven't been able to hear back from her. I've texted her. I've called her. I feel like she's just avoiding me or something, and I don't know why. I'm just so confused. Okay, so let me ask you a question. If you just met her at a bar, hey, why does it matter? And then to do it this way, you know? Not hearing back is bothering me. I don't usually, like, you know, Something goes well or not well, we'll acknowledge it or text or something. But the fact that she completely disappeared just um, kind of bothers me. Yeah, I, I get that. Well, listen, I appreciate you giving me her number. I'm going to try to call Trisha, and I'll try to talk to her first if she picks up. And then I'll find a space to invite you into the conversation, okay? Okay. Hello? Um, yes, looking to speak to Trisha, please. This is her. Hey, Trisha, my name's Obi. I'm on the radio. I do the morning show where we do something called the second date update. Uh, okay. Okay. I Well, I didn't know if you knew the show. I didn't know if you knew of the segment because you're on the second date update right now today. Um, okay. Uh, what is it? Okay, so the second date update is where I try to put people back together who went on a date. And you went on a date with a guy named Fred, and now you're not getting back to him. So I, so I just want to pay for you guys to go on another date. Oh, okay. And he called you for this? So I think Fred is just a little hurt because you hadn't reached back out to him after you guys went on your date. What, what exactly happened? I mean, are, are, if you're not interested in him, that's cool, too. Uh no, Fred's fine. Um, you know, we just have different lifestyles, and that's pretty much it. What do you mean, like, a, like, like music? Uh, you know, honestly, I I overheard him talking about living on the water in a boathouse, and that really intrigued me. And we kind of struck up a conversation, and I actually ended up going there. Wait and, a minute. You know, we had a date there. Wait, wait. He okay? So hold on. He has a boathouse, and you went to visit. Yeah, yeah. We actually had a date. He made me dinner. That's pretty cool. I've never been on a boathouse. Okay, so where are we now then? Uh, you know, I, I mean, at first I was in really intrigued about what that would be like living there. Um, it was cool at first, but I, I really don't see myself living that kind of lifestyle. Okay, uh, okay. So what does that mean to you? Because living on a boathouse sounds kind of cool. No. Not cool. It's just, you know, there's no yard. You don't have neighbors, the community. I don't know. Like, how do you get your groceries even there? Oh, wow. Logistics of it. You know, Fred kind of expressed that this is like his way of living and this is what he's going to do for a while. Oh. 
you know, it doesn't seem ideal for starting a family. Okay, okay. So, but. so, so, why don't we do this? Because I, I think there's some room here for repair. I've got Fred on the line. He had a chance to hear all this. Wait. And so, Fred, now, now we can all talk about it. He's he's listening in. Fred. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't know he was listening to what I said. So yeah, so I didn't know that's why you weren't calling me back because you don't like my house. But there's like. A lot of reasons why it's like great living in a boathouse. I don't know why you wouldn't even give it a chance. Do you even understand? It's so it's so much cheaper with the electric bill. Like I have no neighbors. That's nice. It costs almost nothing. Like minimal maintenance. Like yeah, I always, I uh, this is just, all right. This like, is exactly like why I didn't want to do this because I'm not gonna like argue these points. Oh well. You know. No, but you, like, you know, I don't think you get it. Like. You could live anywhere. You could dock at any marina. Your front yard is like the world's opportunity. Yeah, like, I, I mean, that's hey. awesome for you, but I, that's not what I see in my future. Wow, wow. Okay, so so Fred, when, when you talk about a boathouse, like, uh, uh, what, what are we talking about? Like, I'm I, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, no, it's like a nice place. I spent eighty thousand dollars on the boathouse. Like, it's not cheap, and I've been wow. on it already for months. But it's a really cool place to live. Wow. Okay. So, so there's no shot, uh, Trisha, at me setting you guys up on a second date. I mean, I mean, you're you're talking about moving in. That could be so far in the future. Well, like, why would I waste my time if I I don't see? You know, this is what he wants to do long term. I can't see myself living on a boat. Like he wants to do this for a while. It seems. Wow. I don't know. I just think it's really great if you just gave me more of a chance and like came over more. You would start to really like it. Wow, I mean, let me at least pay for a second date, Trisha. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I gotta say no. And fair enough. At least I tried, Fred. Yeah. All right. Well, at least now I know. Second date update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K eighty two three app. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.